because I've never felt more judged Mm -hmm. than when I walk into a church. While our dad is usually a main source of subject when discussing our personal and mutual dysfunction, we would like to emphasize the fact that having daddy issues or a father at all is not required to blame poor life decisions on your childhood or to join us in discussion. This podcast aims to create a safe environment for young adults to open up and reflect on how and why they are the way that they are and how to use or lose those behaviors going forward in a light, comical, and laid-back setting. Basically, we get drunk and get real about our choices, and we invite anyone and everyone to join us. We are an all-inclusive space. Childhood trauma spares no one. All right. Let's talk current events. Okay. (laughs) I always get so nervous when it's my episode. I don't know why. Okay. So, this week... I made a hinge. Oh. <laughs> Told myself I wasn't going to do it, and I did it. How's it been? It's honestly, it it's not for me, probably. <laughs> I mean, it's entertaining, but yeah. It's just so weird having all of that, like, at your fingertips. And, well, okay, my profile was very low effort. Like, I was just decided to do it. Yeah. I don't know. Something to spice things up. So I just threw some stuff on there, like no effort. So I think one of my so they have well, you don't know like you Mm -hmm. you've been married since you're twenty. You don't know it hinges. That was me up until about three days ago. So I made it, and you have to like put pictures, and then there's prompts, and you have to answer the prompts. So there's there's like a lot of pressure to be funny. Everyone's like trying to be funny. There's some people who are trying to be serious. And that creeps me out Yeah. <laughs> whenever I see, like, there's a prompt and it's like, what are you looking for in a person? And they actually, like, genuinely put something. I'm like, okay, X, that's <laughs> creepy. Yeah, but at least they're trying to prompt you to be funny because that yeah. sounds nice as far as dating apps are concerned. Yeah. Yeah. There's a bunch of prompts, so I picked some. I One of them is, what's your biggest fear? And I put deer. <laughs> Literally, that's all I put. Just <laughs> dear and a lot of people have responded to that one I've (laughs) this is I think this shows that I'm just like not ready for this because a lot of people have responded to that one so the prompt says most irrational fear and I put deer (laughs) it's true I hate deer they terrify me um and I've probably gotten like five people responding like like why are you afraid of deer (laughs) and I literally respond every time I'm like well I don't have a reason. That's what irrational fear means. Oh my gosh, you're <laughs> such an asshole. I was like, that an irrational fear means there's no reason. <laughs> and like three people have been like, oh yeah, my bad dumb question. <laughs> I am here to make you feel dumb. I just would like to make men feel dumb. That's my purpose. Right, they still respond after, so, but yeah. So I think that shows I'm just like maybe not ready because I'm just like, responding with anger (laughs) I just want to hurt you but I just don't like it because I just think it's super disingenuous because people will respond so there's two the deer prompt there's two ways people respond either well why are you afraid of deer and then I I hit them with do you know what what an irrational fear is (laughs) and then there's other people who are like I would fight a deer for you and I'm like would you really because First of all, that's weird. I wouldn't even ask my (laughs) closest friends and family to fight a deer for me. And second of all, why would you fight a deer for me? You literally don't know me. Yeah. So it's just people, like, being so over the top. And I get it. Like, 
you're just trying to start a conversation but it just seems super disingenuous to me to be like oh I would do anything for you I'm like well you don't know me so that's honestly kind of creepy like yeah <laughs> so, it's either a lie or really weird yeah either way well, it's mostly probably a lie so they mm-hmm. can try to like you know sleep with me but right but either way but I don't want to sleep with someone who fight a deer for me yeah like that would be a really unattractive thing to watch yeah <laughs> be funny to watch. but yeah so my other one is about the states we talked about that last episode <laughs> that I'm able to say every single state in alphabetical order in a single breath that's been a crowd pleaser everyone wants me like hey like can you do that for me like, are you gonna do take it take me out I'll take you on a date you can show me your your state <laughs> trick and I'm like okay <laughs> I don't know we'll see but yeah I don't know if it's for me I'm not really about like small talk and yeah yeah just kind of kind of like forced forced, forced conversation yeah. and yeah just small talk nothing really meaningful and yeah We'll see. So, so how do you think dad made you <laughs> sign up for this dating app? I was actually telling, I was talking to dad because I may Oh, go, he weirdly, I talked to him and he was like, someone's on a dating app. I was like, <laughs> why do you know that? And he was I told like, him. yeah, he was like, she told me. And I was like, okay. I was so uncomfortable. I was like, okay. Oh, that's I told weird. dad everything because he doesn't talk. So I just like talk. Like, yeah. <laughs> so I told him and I was like, yeah, I might go out on a date and, um, Wait, what was the point of this? That you told dad that you were on Hinge and why it's his fault? Oh, well, why is it his fault? Oh, yeah, I was just saying, like, I did tell him, and he he found it very entertaining. Um, <laughs> But why is this dad's fault? Mm-hmm. Um, I don't... Uh, Maybe I... I don't know. Do you feel that you, <laughs> that you need some form of companionship? <laughs> That's the only thing I can think of. No, honestly, uh... No, because, like, I'm... I'm good right now. Like, yeah. I'm loving, like, hanging out with my friends more and, like, you guys more. Obviously, we had a little emotional session earlier talking about <laughs> how great it's been that we've been able to hang out. So, but there has to be meaning to why I made it. Wow. But I really, like, don't enjoy it. And, like, I don't even go on it. I have my notifications off and I, like, go on it maybe, like, once every couple of days. I think I just did it to do it because I feel like that's what I'm supposed, like, not what I'm supposed to do, but kind all my of. friends are doing it. Yeah, no kind of. How else are you supposed to meet people? Yeah. I guess. It's the next rational step. Yeah. But I don't really want... I don't know. But it's dad's fault somehow. 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 Um, he made me do it. <laughs> uh, so thanks, dad. I don't know. <laughs> no, I will say... I think it's maybe dad's fault that I'm not enjoying it. I was Hinge. about to say that. I was about to say that. Because I'm definitely the type of person I don't like... I don't like flings. Like, yeah. I enjoy being in a relationship and having like meaningful relationships and I think that has that came from like how he behaved yeah I also think too that like the struggle to show emotion that he has like might at least with strangers it might be hard for you to like be tolerant or understanding of their attempt to just genuinely talk (laughs) to you like just to like start a conversation and maybe meet someone new and you're just like so it's no. dad's fault that I don't like Hinge. Uh-huh. Okay, that makes <laughs> yeah, sense. Yeah, that makes way more okay. sense. All right, I'm glad we got there. Thanks, Because I was dad. starting to get worried. I'm like, we usually can circle these back pretty quick. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, right, thanks, well. dad.
So this week, we're going to talk about religion. <laughs> this is, okay, this is a story that I knew I wanted to tell when we first came up with the podcast, but then mom came across this little gem this week, so I knew <laughs> it was a go time for this story. Yes. So what I have in my hand right now, the title says, Quiet Moments with God, a devotional journal for teens. Oh, I wish she had mine. I'm so mad. Yes. Okay. So my mom was going through our storage unit this past weekend and I don't know why but this was in there and it's this devotional journal from 2008 so I was 11 years old yeah I was in eighth I was only eighth grade I was yeah because I write about only being 11 in here so so this was during the burger mom stage in our life so they were married and burger was very religious yeah and we went to this mega church mega churches are something else so we went to this mega church, and I they had some sort of sermon talking about kids doing devotionals, and they talked about like rewarding kids with like money for doing it. They talked about that at the oh, service. Oh, yeah, that's where like all of our allowance, like you know how we had like allowance lists posted uh-huh. on all of our doors and stuff. Yeah, there was like a whole sermon at Christ Community about like giving kids. Yeah, it was about like learning how to manage money. manage money at a young age i don't know what the frick that has to do with religion yeah, so finances and, and religion somehow just overlap yeah so, church and state <laughs> yeah um so i think they got this idea from there so they got us all a devotional journal all five of us and they said if you do the devotional for a whole year we will give you five hundred dollars five hundred big ones to an 11 year old yeah that's you know rich. do you know how many brat stalls i could get with 500 dollars immediately rich so it was a go for all of us we we're like okay we went to that christian bookstore and we all picked out our devotional <laughs> journal about that i forgot we picked them out yeah oh my gosh dollars would have been fine yeah <laughs> i would have settled for five dollars yeah <laughs> at that point five hundred dollars so excessive. there's five of us yeah I, well, I, obviously they had no faith in us. Yeah. <laughs> there's no way they could have afforded no way. that. Yeah, there's no way. But we all got our devotionals. Um, so this started in 2008. I would also like to say, I, I think we all got the brunt of like burger pushing religion on us. But I can remember in middle school, um, middle school where we're from, in, in our school district, it always started later. So like I was the last one in the house in the morning. Like you went to school earlier mm-hmm. and Kay went to school earlier. So I was... School started at 9 a.m., so I was always the last one there. And I just remember every morning waking up, I get ready for school, and I go to the kitchen to, like, go eat my Frosted Flakes. And every morning, he'd be sitting at the kitchen table with his Bible open. As soon as I walk in, he'd just look up and be like, can I, can I share this, this uh, verse I just read with this? <laughs> I can't. He'd be like, can I just share this verse that I just read with you? I, I just, it really, it meant a lot to me, and I, I just kind of want to share it. I'm just like every morning like and I was like solo in that and I was like why me why me so it was just like that it was like constant push on Mm us um but anyways that was just a side note so we have these devotionals and luckily I still have mine so (laughs) we're gonna read a few excerpts from here because I'm gonna dive in this is basically a daddy issues bible right here There's it's a, gold. There's this a is gold what we here. have stumbled upon. Um, well, the first one, March 15th, 2008. <laughs> the prompt was, who is in most need of my love and acceptance today? And I wrote, 
I think it's my dad. Since I don't get to see him very much, I don't think he knows how much I love him. Daddy issues yes. written all over that. I don't have anything else to say <laughs> about just that guilt, one. Like guilt. Straight up. Why was I worried about my dad not knowing I loved him when he literally abandoned me? <laughs> okay. <Cool>. March. <laughs> March sixteenth, two thousand eight. Am I afraid of rejection? Question mark. That's the prompt I wrote. I am very scared of rejection. I think I'm more scared now that my parents are divorced. I don't want to lose anybody that I love. Oh, my Daddy God. issues. <laughs> Divorce child issues in yeah, general. But. Yeah. So, that's... So, are you still scared of rejection? <laughs> uh, Yeah, I th- definitely. Well, I think everyone's scared yeah, of rejection, yeah. but I think that goes back to the people people pleaser episode we talked about i think i tend to be a people pleaser because i'm scared of rejection and if like i'm not doing things to make other people happy then i'm more likely to get rejected so yeah. i think i'm def i'm definitely have rejection fears definitely i just think it's wild that even at 11 you were able to identify that <laughs> straight up i said i am very scared of rejection <laughs> yeah so there was a very there was it underlined out of oh, no oh dang this one I just bookmarked because I'm not sure what I was talking about. It's, it says, <laughs> the prompt says, what sins do I need to confess before I lie down oh, to sleep no. tonight? And I wrote, I know I have made some horrible choices. Oh I just hope everyone forgives me. I need to be forgiven for talking behind people's backs or making fun of people. You were 11? <laughs> At 11 years old, apparently I have made some very horrible choices. <laughs> I really wish you would have gone into more detail there. Uh, apparently, I was talking shit about people as I talk about people's back. Um, oh, you may have repented, but have you really changed? <laughs> okay, I won't read too many more, but these are just golden. This one goes back to the school episode that we talked about. So this just goes to show I was not making up that I was stressed about school from a young age because this one says that oh March seven May seventeenth two thousand eight. The areas of my life in which I need a breather are school. I get so stressed and I need to just chill out a little. <laughs> Everyone says that I just get way too into it. <laughs> oh, <laughs> everyone. I wonder if it's just like your family or if it was like your friends and everyone too. It was mom, I think, a lot. Yeah. Um, oh, there's another one about school. What wild ride threatens me, threatens to cause me to fail? School. I get so caught up in work and projects. <laughs> <laughs> I get so caught up in work and projects and I don't look at the good of the good in things. I don't enjoy school. Sorry, 11-year-old me had horrible handwriting. <laughs> I get so caught up in work and projects and don't look at the good in things and don't enjoy school while I can and I need to hold on to the good and let God help me. <laughs> oh. That was kind of like what we were talking about last week, how I was like saying with school, even though it's my thing, I don't see yeah. the good in it because I get so stressed. You even I was knew wise. Then. I was wise <laughs> You knew then that you loved school and wanted to enjoy it, but that you were getting in your own way. Yeah. Also, God can't help you. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we're going to get to that. Okay, I just want to say this one because it's just um, it's super sweet. Oh, wait, where is it? It's about you. Okay, there's a few, there's a few about Gloria that I'm just going to throw out there real quick. Okay, these two are about Gloria. This November 26th. I'm thankful God has matched me with my older sister. I don't know what I would do without her. She is always there for me, and I love her to death. 
December 21st. Something that happened in my life that I think was a miracle. <laughs> Me and my sister stopped fighting and because and became like best friends. I can talk to her about everything. <laughs> we must have just gotten over a fight yeah. when you wrote that one. We fought a lot when yeah. we were younger. This is the last one I'm going to read. This is actually the day after I wrote that about you. Um, this is also the last day I did the devotional. <laughs> December 22nd. I refused to give up. And then I wrote, I refuse to give up my time to spend time with God. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> I will always have something more important to do. Oh my God. Wait, wait, wait. Read that back one more time. <laughs> the prompt says, I refuse to give up. And I wrote, this is the last day I did this devotional. I refuse to give up my time to spend time with God. I will always have something more important to do. <laughs> and that was the end. I will say I did not get the $500. <laughs> that was quite a journey, though. I mean, I don't think that's what they intended and where they they were hoping you would land um, by the end of your devotional journey. I think I was mad. Yeah, because we didn't get the <laughs> I was mad about something. Okay, but back to the story. Those are just some excerpts, excerpts I wanted to share with everyone. But the story, and you're going to have to help me because I don't remember it fully, but we all were told if we finish it, we get $500. But then there was some drama between the step-siblings, so Aunt yeah. and C, and then us. Yeah. Can you, I can't really remember. So all I remember is I know that we all were struggling to do our devotionals. Yeah. I mean, we were all from split homes, so it was kind of a lot to ask. Maybe not that much to ask, but I mean, we were also, we had homework, we had things to do i'm just making excuses but like we were kids we, we were kids shit and we didn't do. care we didn't care but we about had plenty them. of yeah, time we had time for sure um but we knew that they too hadn't been staying on track with our step siblings yeah that our step siblings hadn't been staying on track and i don't know if i i believe you and i did have a bit of a precursor discussion where we were like, listen, we didn't finish this. What are we going to do? Because we're gonna we're about to not have $500. And we were kind of like, well, you know, Christians are honest. So we should be honest and they should give us the $500. That seems logical. Oh, okay. So I we do, thought if we did the right thing, uh-huh. we would still get the money. And I do believe we did have a pre-conversation about it. Okay. I'm almost positive. Hey, I don't think that's a bad thing. Yeah. We chose what I call honesty. It, what I call it conspiring... Maybe. Maybe. There was a lot of that happening around that time. So I remember us all sitting at the big dinner table and Aunt and C were like scrambling to finish their ones that they had missed because they never took that book with them when they left to go to their their moms. moms. Yeah. Yeah. And we knew that they didn't finish it. They weren't being honest. Yeah. They weren't being good Christians. (laughs) They just weren't being good Christians. Now, did we really care about being good Christians? No. We just wanted that money. We wanted that money, money. We want that money. I had so many plans. (laughs) So many Brad stalls. I had a car I was saving up for, man. (laughs) So we sit down and we're very diplomatic about it. I remember being very sassy and being like, listen, parents, I didn't finish, but I'm being honest about it. And they were like, okay, no $500. And I have to say, I'm proud of you. You dug your heels in. You were like, I too didn't finish. 
I mean, but I was awesome. literally your little shadow, yeah, so of course bed. I did anything you did. That's not surprising. <laughs> but yes. But like, I do remember us being very like poised about it. Like we were, we were ready for a fight if it came, if it came to be necessary. And then it was Antony's turn, and they were like, "Yep, we finished." Here us. you go. Here you go. Here they're finished Done. devotional. Yeah. And um, pretty much all hell broke loose from that because they got the moolah. Yeah. And, and we knew they cheated. Yeah, we knew they were lying. And so, which, honestly, I, mean, I don't fault no, them. They're honestly, kids. Honestly, yeah. They're kids. Who cares? They were smarter than us. Yeah, like, they just, like we should have just also done that. But we didn't. And yeah. it would backfire in our faces. But we had a long game planned, so it was fine. So we pulled Mom aside, and we let her know mm-hmm. promptly. That was a frequent occurrence. Uh-huh. A little side we're talk. Yeah, Sideline we're... talk. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Always we trying to her pin know. them against each other. We let her know that um, Burger was a hypocrite because he wasn't a good Christian, and <laughs> we were good Christians because we were honest, and he's a bad Christian because apparently being a liar and completing a task is more, more important. important than being honest. Uh-huh. Oh, yes. I remember uh-huh. this now. Oh, we... No, we were pretty smart. <laughs> yeah. We were pretty smart. <laughs> and so, you know, pl- plants... Or plants were seeded. Seeds were planted <laughs> on that day. Now, did we get the $500? No. <laughs> Did we get the stepdad out of the home? Yes. And I do think it, that contributed to it <laughs> at some point. Like, it was just those little sort of things We had that a we lot of those little side talks with our mom mm-hmm. that built upon each other and yeah. eventually led to the eruption of the marriage. Yeah. And, so. I mean, that was one of many that we teamed up on, but there were individual plays at hand as well. Yeah. We were pretty conniving, but we did have to go to the mall with them while they got to spend their $500. So, I mean, there was some some that animosity there. super bogus. Yeah, it was super messed up. But <laughs> but I will say, my little excerpt, my last one, how I said I no longer wanted to spend time with God. I don't know what was going on in my <laughs> life at that point. Yeah. But I will say, the rest of my childhood, I up until my freshman year of college, I, I think... I think I started back in like middle school like I wanted to like be religious like mm-hmm. I went to youth group I went I would go to church and I'd have a pen and paper and I would be like writing down notes even up until my freshman year of college with everything that happened with our dad or my freshman year of college mm-hmm. our dad got really sick we'll get into that in a later episode but I was like looking for an outlet and I would go to church like by myself when I was away at school and so Actually, even though I said that there, how I was like, I'm done with God, for the rest of my life, up until my freshman year of college, I was like, I want to, I want, like, I looked around when I was at church and I would see everyone who, like, had their hands in the air and were just, like, surrendering to mm-hmm. this thing, this sermon, and I could just never commit, but I wanted to for a yeah. long time. I vaguely remember that because when I came back... I don't know if it was when I came back this last time permanently, but it was one of the times I came back to visit. I had heard about it, or you mentioned it casually, and I didn't know where you stood, and Mm -hmm. so it was just something I never talked to you about. Like, even when I would come home from school, I would, like, so over breaks, I would have Carl, mom and dad, I would literally have them go to church. I would say, like, let's go to church on Sunday mornings. Like, it wasn't mom's idea. It wasn't, Uh it was me. Like, I was, I was trying. Like, I thought that is what could help me get through. If it helps all these other people, it's going to help me. So but what changed? I will say, even after I stopped going to church, I prayed for a long time. Mm-hmm. But I never fully could just believe. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I feel like I, 
everything was still falling apart in my life. Some I was yeah like this isn't helping. Mm-hmm. So going to church and praying about it is not helping. I'm just gonna have to do what I need to do to fix things. Yeah, I'm not I gonna rely on something else. That's a just lot of so people stupid. who are in the science fields too. I feel like they see results from science and they don't see results from religion, and it's kind of like a well. I was just I was just at that point decided I, I was gonna take matters into my own hands. Yeah. What the hell is praying gonna do about it? But I will say, even after I stopped going to church, like I said, I was still praying. And um, in my previous relationship, I, he, I told him that. I was like, yeah, I still actually pray every night when I go to sleep. And he was like, really? And he asked me why, because I didn't believe in, like, religion and stuff. But honestly, I was like, oh, I just like to think about everyone I love before I go to sleep and put good intentions out mm-hmm. in the world for them. Yeah. That's just what it was. Yeah, I think manifestation is just good to do anyway. So whether you're talking to this thing or you're just putting it out into the universe yeah it's just good to like start every morning and end every night with what it is that you're intending to do what your goals are for everyone that you love for yourself for your relationships yeah because it wasn't really praying like I was asking for something it was Mm -hmm. more so just a check-in hoping for the best for everything Mm -hmm. and almost at the same time figuring out what I could do to try to fix things or put things in the right direction because I wasn't going to rely on some mysterious thing to fix it for me. Yeah. That's just unrealistic. It's just so weird to me. Yeah. But so I will say, I I guess when I was 11 years old, I was turned away from religion, but I did take a journey back. But yeah, I I was going to say too, I think that there may be potential there that that last one that you wrote happened after we lost out on the I was thinking that <laughs> or like I knew I wasn't gonna get the $500 uh-huh. so I was like F this I'm not wasting I'm my time anymore what happened. <laughs> <laughs> no but I've always been envious of people who can like mm-hmm. fully surrender to religion I think obviously religion has some sort of benefit or else it wouldn't still be around to this day uh, it had a benefit back in the day just for, for forming like some sort of cohesiveness in society and having rules and mm-hmm. having morals for people to follow and it's persisted to this day so it has some sort of benefit you or else it wouldn't exist christianity like makes up a very 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 small yes. percentage of people left anymore like yes it's, it, it's not a lot we're uh-huh. transitioning to i think a more spiritual spiritual and um science realm. driven mm-hmm but it has some sort of benefit, and I think that if you can really believe... Yeah, more, more power to you. Yeah, I think it's good for you, But and honestly. I think, I think, too, like, for me, and I've talked about this before to friends, like, it's ne- my issue has never been surrendering to it. Um, my issue is, like, I genuinely don't believe that that exists. It's, it's just kind of, like, there's a lot of proof to the latter that it doesn't. Well, I think that's what I mean when I say I can't surrender to it because I just know it's not realistic. But it has been ingrained into my life for so long that I think that, like, if I were to be on my deathbed tomorrow, there would be part Part of me freaking out, like, Mm -hmm. freaking out that I hadn't, like, done all the things I needed to do. And that is so messed up. Because it was so, it was shoved down Uh our throats. Um, I was, and that's the sad thing. I was terrified 
that I was going to hell growing up. Mm-hmm. What is that? Yeah. Why, are, <laughs> why is this entity literally terrifying people? Yeah. I was so scared. And not even that. I wasn't just scared I was going to go to hell. Because mm-hmm. when I was in seventh grade, I believed that I was a good Christian and I was going to go to heaven. I wrote about it in that devotional too, but I didn't read that excerpt. <laughs> but I would write, I wrote a lot of times how scared I was that dad was going to go to hell because he didn't believe in God. I was terrified. They literally were, they made mm-hmm. me so scared that like the people that I loved were going to go to hell and I was never going to see them again. Like what? Yeah. What? <laughs> it's so fucked. Yeah. It's just, yeah. And it's just one big ass coping mechanism for the fact that we don't know why we're here and we don't know what we're doing. But like I said, if it helps people. Yeah. But I also think it hurts people. I too. think it hurts people. Because I've never felt more judged mm-hmm. than when I walk into a church. Oh, my gosh. Even Christ Community, the church that Triggered inspired that idea, the yeah. whole devotional thing in our parents, they kicked mm-hmm. us out. Yeah. They kicked us out when Burger and Mom were getting remarried. They said, that is not the Christian thing to do. Like, you don't get remarried after you get divorced. Mm-hmm. And they said we could not be members of the church if Mom and Burger got married. So we left and went to a different church. Yeah, it's all very hypocritical. Everything. I didn't know that until like years later. Mm-hmm. Wild. But yeah, definitely. Do you think that it getting shoved down our throats when we were younger turned you away from it more? Do you think you always would have ended up at this place of... I think I always would have ended up at this place. I think so. Yeah, I, I think, think so maybe too. a little less resentful. <laughs> yeah, I think... Yeah. But I don't think I ever would have chosen religion. So thanks, Burger, for making us woke. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's my story. I can't believe mom found that. Little 11-year-old Maybe I'll I'll read an excerpt every week because they're pretty entertaining. Yeah. Tie it into whatever we're talking about. Quiet moments with God. Thanks for joining us. We will see you next week, hopefully. You can follow us on Twitter, underscore, underscore, daddy issues. Or over at Instagram, underscore, underscore, daddy dot issues. Ooh, I will post some pictures of my devotional. Oh, that's a great idea. (laughs) (laughs) It's going to be good. All right. Well, see you next week. Bye, guys.